Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Human Behavior Show. Um, we're doing quite a few episodes now, and um, with this episode, I'm going to be interviewing um, one of the founders, a founder who I met on over on the social audio app, and I'm now an advisor for her company, a subject I'm really passionate about, and I also take consultations on the platform, and she is a doctor she's qualified um from pharma school as well and she's an entrepreneur and she set up the skin console so today we'll be going through her journey and why she set it up her experience her challenges what's the vision for the company and being a medical advisor of the company i love working with sajani and, and and i learn a lot and i love the discussions we have and I'm very passionate about the, the skincare industry so it becomes super interesting so this is going to be a really good one so first of all, Sajani, welcome to have you here. How are you doing? Why don't you tell everyone about your background and then we'll kick things off. Yes. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much, Soheb. I'm uh, so glad to be here and uh, appreciate the uh, warm introduction. So I'm Dr. Sajani Burroughs. My background is I'm a PharmD. So I went to pharmacy school and have my doctorate in pharmacy. My experiences come from working in the pharmaceutical industry for over 12 years where I worked to approve, uh, to get them approved in the U.S., worked with, worked with the FDA and our team to um, market and educate um, healthcare professionals and systems in the country for our drugs. So my passion comes where it's based in clinical science and research and val validating the, you know, data and efficacy and safety of various medications. Um, I really got into skincare myself when I personally went through some changes with my skin a long time ago. And I actually moved from um, up north in Chicago to down south in Mississippi, where it's a completely different weather. And, you know, I'd just gotten married and my skin was completely changing in terms of I was reacting to products. I was having breakouts that I'd never experienced before. And I started to look for solutions for that. What I ran into was that there's tons of products on the market. Everyone gives different types of recommendations and is just based on trial and error. There was no real method to the madness. So I was just basically trying a bunch of different products and getting my recommendations from social media where, you know, some people that have no experience with skin are making these recommendations. One thing led to another. I was just overdoing it. I even went to local dermatology and local med spas to get some help. And I just didn't find the right providers to help me and truly understand what I was going through with my skin type. I'm a wo woman of color. I think having um, that experience where you can deal with skin of color is really important too. So one thing led to another where I realized I'm not the only one that has these problems. You know, I think we're all seeking for like customized personal recommendations and want a very convenient way of being able to find that instead of calling around and going from place to place or just searching on the web. 
So uh, as a mom of three myself, you know, I just don't have time for that. And I'm sure many of you, um, you know, that might be in the same boat are in the same place. So digital health is obviously a very big passion of mine as well. And um, that's how the Skin Console was born, to be able to build a marketplace that connects consumers to providers and our our data-driven algorithms and systems in place can help really give those personalized recommendations. So really excited to um, go into the next steps of our business, which is also not just products, but also aesthetic services and helping consumers find those and book those services with providers near you. So that's where we are. And I'm really excited to talk more about all that. Yeah, thanks, Ajay. I mean, when I first met you, I was super excited because I love every Tology skincare meets tech being digital health. And I thought it was a very cool building and, and you, you were very determined as well. So let's kind of start off the episode before we go into your entrepreneurial journey on skincare. So you pointed out that so many skincare products and often from a consumer standpoint, it's a lot of confusion. Do Are we brand loyal? Are we, you know, a certain brands better for certain types of products, you know, different clinical grade products, you know, more kind of buzzy consumer grade products. So could you break down for us kind of difference between clinical grade products and, and, and the normal products we see on the shelf? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the term clinical grade, medical grade, pharmaceutical grade, they're all kind of interchangeable in many ways. And unfortunately, there's no regulated definition for that. Um, everyone has a bit, has a different definition of it. To me, a clinical grade product is something that has the right amount of ingredients that have been truly validated in clinical studies. So for example, uh, clinical studies show that a salicylic acid of 2% is pretty much like what's been kind of shown to work for acne. So when you're when that formula has 2% salicylic acid and they might have done clinical studies with that product, um, even if it's like 10 patient study, you know, that kind of falls into the category of being a clinical grade. Um, using pharmaceutical grade ingredients. So for example, using more pure product uh, ingredients such as a retinol, there's various forms of it. And, you know, um, pure, so truly using pure retinol versus a retinol complex. Um, someone would say that that's a pharmaceutical grade uh, product because they're using pure ingredients. Um, so unfortunately, there's no definition and brands and even professionals use it interchangeably kind of, you know, based on their own recommendations. Um, many brands that are sold through doctors like med spas and uh, doctor's offices consider themselves as medical grade because of that reason that they have more higher percentage of active ingredients in there. Often they have done some clinical studies with some of their products and, that's kind of where we, you know, uh, focus on that. We want to curate products that have a certain level of evidence, um, even if they're not as robust clinical trials as we do with in the pharmacy on the pharma side. At least some sort of evidence and data is really good to have. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so the vision with the skin console almost um, reminds me of how I think I see health moving. How we should be able to seamlessly, you know, have even quarterly, as you first phrased it, checks on our skin, right? See how it's doing. 
we know a product takes about at least six weeks to start working, right? And I love the product recommendation engine you're building with, with you know, the skin quiz that you have, um, that even my clients have, you know, the clients have taken and they've really enjoyed that aspect. And then I get a bit of a summary and, you know, we have the video console ask the questions as we would in any dermatology appointment. And then your algorithm, your AI is, is helping to kind of stratify and give product recommendations. And, and that's, that's really useful because cognitively, even as doctors, we forget, we know what products are good, but every doctor has their favorite brand or whatever. And, and because they haven't tried other brands. So you seem to put a lot of different brands, you know, on the same platform and then, you know, you have a recommendation system. So I'm not blindsided. I'm thinking, okay, sensitive skin, oily skin, dry skin, you know, what skin type someone has. I'm looking at, you know, age, I'm looking at, you know, um, what active ingredients there are. And it's kind of cutting out certain products and, and leaving in the others. Um, and, and, and I would love to, as it gets more sophisticated, as we collect more data and you make it more sophisticated, it'd be very interesting what, what you can do with that. What is that? What is your aim with the algorithm? What does the perfect AI solution in terms of product recommendation look like to you? Yes. And it's great. It's, it's something that's very fascinating and interesting because I was just having a conversation this, with this yesterday with one of my mentors who is an AI expert. You know, she, sold her company off to Amazon. Um, if you ever go to Amazon where you kind of take a picture of something and then it gives you recommendations for other um, similar tools and parts that you need to buy from Amazon, that's her company that she sold off. So she's such an AI genius. And we were just talking about our current model and she was really impressed with what we have so far. And now we're building more of the feedback loop. So the data that we have been collecting over the last year and a half um, and then as we continue to grow and scale, all that data that we are getting from real people, real patients, we want to build in uh, machine learning models that's going to continue to revise that algorithm and make it more smart, smarter and smarter. So our initial version of the algorithms was based most on published data. So published data that's in peer-reviewed journals that show like which active ingredients of skin of skincare have been proven to help you with certain conditions like eczema or acne or hyperpigmentations or wrinkles. So in this case, now we're continue to use real data to make that model even more intelligent and personal as, 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 as we get more and more data. So that's the vision. And that's where we're headed next is to make our model more sophisticated into our version two. Um, and that's what we're currently working on. Yeah, I'm super excited for that, uh, to have a look at that, actually. And um, combining health and having AI experts, I think, as a fusion is, is extremely powerful, especially in skin. And when I look at skin, I even think about how we can, you know, pattern recognition and get better facial analysis and, and aging analysis as we go forward. And there's a few, a few beauty tech apps out of L'Oreal, mm -hmm. et cetera, trying to grade people's aging, right, or recommending you know, certain treatments they may need based on just a photo. And I know this far from, you know, perfect at the moment and then the data sets need to be there as well. Mm -hmm. um, so moving from that, Saji, so we've, we've talked about the algorithm, talked about the platform, we talked about product recommendations. Um, so for you as an entrepreneur, what are some of the main challenges and, and what does, what do you want your company to look like in, in five years time? Yeah, that's a loaded question. 
Um, I think as an entrepreneur, you know, my vision of this company is, and a founder is to really grow this into the ecosystem of skincare consumers, providers, and brands. You know, I think the industry is huge and there is a lot of, um, um, it's very fragmented, to be honest. And aesthetics, uh, dermatology or aesthetics on one side, medical on the other side. And I think many businesses, you'll see kind of both of them being offered. There's a bunch of different practices that offer aesthetic services, even like dentists are offering it now, OBGYNs are offering it now. And the consumer sits right in the middle of all of this, you know, and they're just like, where do I go? What do I need? What does this mean? Like, you know, who is right? Who's wrong? Is the dermatologist right? Is the esthetician right? Is the skincare brand right? You know, there's a lot of variability in options and recommendations out there. So for us, this company, our vision is to become that trusted middle platform, that ecosystem where where ultimately a consumer is going to come there and find the right resources to help with their skin goals, you know, to feel better, to look better, and really just be confident in their own skin. So um, this marketplace you know, will be in my, in, in five years, you know, there's a marketplace for cars, right? There's a marketplace for buying homes like Zillow. We want to be that. And that's my vision for the next, in the next five years. I think that's, that's achievable. And I think that's a, that's a really good vision to have. Um, I think everything is becoming tech driven and there's no reason why the beauty or skincare shouldn't be going that way as well. And I think you've got, you know, a fantastic like expertise around you as well. I think really well. And I kind of love being an advisor to the company in that respect. So Sajni, probably people are probably wondering, what is your, and if you heard me, I said, we have, we have, what is your skincare routine? Oh yes. My skincare routine currently is very much focused on hyperpigmentation. So my skin kind of goes through changes as we all do and especially right now in the summer being in the heat, I feel like my skin has just gotten so much more pig- pigmented in areas and whenever I get bug bites I always pigment so my focus is a lot on more brightening ingredients things to decrease the pigment so I use um, in the mornings I use a, a glycolic acid cleanser um, it's called bioglycolic um, uh, cleanser from Jan Marini and I love it so it has 8% glycolic acid helps me keep my pores clear and I use that in the morning after that I typically use this toner from Illumire MD's bright and clear solution and it's um, main ingredient is lactic acid which really helps me with some gentle exfoliation as well but also really helps with the brightening side of it and then I go in with um actually a a vitamin C that is actually combined with hydroquinone. So I've just started using that. um, And, you know, um, you don't want to use hydroquinone for too long. So I kind of interchange that with something else as well. But I use that as my key vitamin C right now uh, from Vivier. And that's the Advanced Skin Lightening Serum. Um, and then I go in with my, uh, moisturizer or sunscreen sometimes depends. I skip the <laughs> moisturizer, especially in this heat right now. Um, sun, I love the sunscreen from Elta MD. I use UV clear, but I also use the tinted 
elements that they have uh, works really great for my skin tone as well. Um, I use a vitamin C eye cream in the morning uh, from, uh, I have a few different options, but I use the one currently from Jan Marini as well. It's the Siesta eye cream. And then uh, kind of similar routine for the evening, but I do have my retinol in there. So I use a retinol uh, 1% at night. And then I interchange that with some um, glycolic acid serum, which is like a 15%, uh, sorry, it's a 17% serum from Glytone um, to really make it more, you know, um, intense. <laughs> and uh, I use the moisturizer currently at night. I use uh, Lexel from Vivier. Um, and I'm also currently using another one from Neocutis. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, that's like my current regimen. I'm always trying new products myself as we add new brands to the platform. We kind of go through some testing processes. And as part of that, I like to even test them out myself. So yeah, I'm always trying new products out. Yeah, that's quite a comprehensive skin routine. I guess as an entrepreneur, uh, you have to know your product, right? So if you're offering products, it's good to know the feel, the efficacy yeah. of, of all of them. And um, I think that definitely helps. So at the moment, um, the Skin Console is a web platform. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on making it into I think you cut off, but yeah. I think you said... I said, yeah, what are your thoughts on making it into an app? app? Yeah. Yes, that's definitely part of the roadmap um, as we, um, you know, continue to... So our first step is to launch our enhanced marketplace by the end of this year, which will still be a web app. Um, And then as soon as we do that, uh, we will go into building the the mobile app. Um, So, you know, that's definitely part of the roadmap to get to that very quickly. Um, And, you know, I think um, we just want to first kind of really hone in on getting more people to use this, proving more proof of concept, and of course, kind of scaling it and then, you know, building the app at the same time. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. I think everything is, um, you know, nowadays more accessible as an app, but I think web platforms also work really well. I think you've built a really good one. So when I'm consulting on the platform, I find it very seamless and easy to use. Um, As I've already described, the product part I really like. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really good design as well. And then that's been kind of what, you know, my patients or, or clients have said as well using it. Um, so well done on that. And then you seem to have this, you know, this vision where you're going. But amongst all this, is there anyone that, you know, I mean, we both know Dr. Shah. He's become a big influencer in this space as well, right? He's, um, mm-hmm. you know he's trying to democratize skincare on TikTok, 13 million followers. Um, is there anyone in the skin industry that, that you look up to or someone that, you know, you would want to be part of your company? Oh yeah. That's a loaded question again. <laughs> I, yeah, I think there's a lot of fantastic dermatologists and other skincare experts on uh, social media. Um, I do think that, um, you know, I, there's not one in particular that I, I would say, you know, um, is the one that for sure knows everything and would be the ideal person. I think there's a few different people that I would love to, um, you know, um, partner with or bring them on as advisors. Um, and really they, they, they seem to kind of have the same school of thought in terms of what our mission and vision is. So, um, I really also love, and I think she would be a, if I had to pick a name or two, I would say like 
um, Dr. Uh, Shireen Idris from New York, the pillow talk derm. I just love her stuff and she seems to be so much fun. <laughs> so she would be great from a dermatology perspective. Also really like Dr. Heidi Gudzari, um, who, um, who I've actually spoken to about this and she's really supportive of everything. Um, and Dr. Mariwala is great as well. Um, there's just so many, I mean, you know, yeah, Dr. Great names. Dr. <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Wang. Um, yeah, so I think, um, you know, there's so many um, that we can kind of get help from. There's a bunch of estheticians, too. Like, I love L.A. Facialist. She's a big celebrity esthetician in L.A. And she- and I think Cassandra as well. That's someone we had. We had I had it over in my dorm rooms. Cassandra Bankson. She, she has a huge YouTube following. And, um, I think, I think, yeah, this, this space in pandemic of skincare influences has has absolutely erupted. Yes. And it's gonna, you know, I think to bring those people onto our platform, um, our new platform, uh, will actually really be something that they will love because they can set up their own services on theirs, set up their own prices, set up their own consults, set up, even sell their own products if they would like. So it really benefits them as well as the consumer. Um, so while the uh, current platform works more for a particular type of provider, this new platform is going to work really well for both types. So the existing platform, um, I mean, providers, but also these other types of business uh, owners that have their own businesses um, and some of them even have their own brands. So that'd be great for them to sell it on the marketplace. Yeah, I think you've thought about it really well from both a consumer as well as a provider standpoint. And I think that fits well. Um, and, and you've been iterating and, and, and pivots are always necessary, I think, to make a startup successful. And I think you've been very smart in how you've been, you know, tackling that. So we know the beauty space is ever growing. People are worried about aging, looking younger. That's the trends keep, you know, showing that. Um, where do you see um, the skincare industry in 10 years time do you think there'll be a whole host of new products new ingredients uh will we be discovering new active ingredients do you think it will be will be in the metaverse we'll be using virtual reality we'll be using facial recognition cameras what, what are your thoughts on the future yeah i think meta is really interesting metaverse and how that's gonna play into everything with beauty wellness health um but i think in general con- the the overarching theme is going to be that healthcare or everything is going to be in the hands of the consumer. Consumers want to take ownership and want more transparency for everything, including specifically skincare. So they want to know more about the products they're using. They want to know more about the procedures. They want to know why, and they're just not going to be the ones to take something, um, you know, just blindly and giving them more content, more education, transparency into learning more about even the providers is really something that I think the beauty and wellness industry um, has not really solved. You know, I just think like in healthcare, we typically when we go see doctors or any professionals, you don't really get much information about that person. Or, you know, it's just kind of, you're just 
trying to do your own research or maybe you don't even care to do that, but you just like don't have a lot of transparency, ability to even contact them easily. Uh, You always have to set up new appointments to even ask them a question. And it's just such an archaic method of doing that, that when it comes to health and wellness, um, the consumer is going to be obviously, and I, and I say consumer on purpose, not patients, because I think in the skincare industry, you know, we're kind of there, they can become a patient if you're going to for medical appointments. But then on the other hand, when you're more aesthetic or just dealing with skincare, we call them a consumer. So consumers are obviously the ones that are, um, in control now and and we have to build solutions that will help them to um make decisions their way and you know i think all the uh, ai models are like taking a picture and seeing recommendations i think those are really cool and and there's so much work to be done to make those accurate um but ability to kind of then also have easy access to your professionals your healthcare team uh, and being able to find all that information in one place is something that, you know, in general, we are kind of moving towards that. And we're still ways away from that. But that's one of the things that the Skin Consult is working towards doing, at, at least for the skincare side of things. So um, I hope that answered your question. It was a lot of different things, but it's yeah. <laughs> a lot of... Uncertainty, but you know, I think that's the direction I see it going. That pers- per- personalization is really important, but at the same time, like ability to connect with your like healthcare team as also something that consumers will want and do that easily. You know, not where you have to like do a lot of work for that. Yeah, and I think building a tech company, company. data is key. Like looking at the data is absolutely integral to that, and, and the more data we can gather the better kind of outcomes we can have with, with building the right uh, product. And there's this utopian thing I saw where you wake up, you know, you have all your measurements, your sleep, your activity, your nutrition, your biomarkers, you look in the mirror, your skin is analyzed, you have breakouts, you know, dry skin going to season. And then throughout the day, this AI uh, coach almost gives you these real-time recommendations mm-hmm. uh, and then you can choose uh, if, if you're going for them or not, and then adjust, auto-adjust according to what you've chosen. So I think, yeah, we're still a while away from that. <laughs> and I think mm-hmm. um, at the moment, it's that education phase. People getting more smarter. They want accessibility, and then that's what we're trying to provide. So with that, um, Saji, who, is there any entrepreneurs you look up to? Is there any, any kind of, um, you know, people you're inspired by in, in tech startups or, or general entrepreneurs? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think for me, I have um, really been inspired and like kind of looked up to the story of um, the founder of the ClassPass. She started something a long time ago with with ClassPass and kind of became the aggregator for our fitness studios, right? Like something similar to what the Skin Consult is becoming, which is like the aggregator for the aesthetic, you know, professionals and businesses. So... I really look up to her and I think being another South Asian woman, um, you know, it's really inspiring to see someone else go through that. Um, you know, so she's, I guess, one person I have really admired um, and, and really, you know, I was just, I just got a book recently and I've been re- 
reading that and it's been really fun to see her journey through the business and startup culture and all of that, you know? So I would say Pyle Kodaki, I didn't even say her name, <laughs> but yeah, that's Pyle. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's someone I really uh, love and would love to um, have her as an advisor one day. <laughs> she, I mean, she has a great story and success rate as well. Um, and it's always good to have someone in mind. And I think that kind of motivates you to kind of emulate, um, you know, that success. Also, you you know, you're a mother and, and you have a busy um, lifestyle. How do you manage everything you do with entrepreneurship? Um, because it can get very difficult and you have to go to calls and meetings. What, what are your strategies or how do you cope? Yeah, it's definitely is um, a challenge at times. And I think I've learned over time to really prioritize things into buckets. So, you know, in terms of urgency levels. So what is you know, my core priority for the business and my personal life in the next one month. And, you know, I kind of always have that um, sight on the end, which is like, okay, what is our ultimate goal? And what is the North Star of this business, of this company, of this startup? And I, what I've started to do is really keep that in mind. And anytime I get requests for calls or meetings, uh, interviews or anything like that, I mean, I always think about that because is this meeting, is this extra thing that I am being asked to do, is this extra thing going to help move the needle towards that North Star of what we're trying to achieve? Um, and I do the same thing for my personal life. And I think that mentality has really helped me cut back on certain things, like just not taking unnecessary meetings and calls that I don't want to be part of or don't need to be a part of because it's, okay, This you have a great offer that you're emailing me about but it's just not right for us right now, or we don't need this right now. And it's just a, a big distractor. So prioritizing is really key that I've tried to do and it helps me ma manage my time. And then number two is in, in initially when, when I first started in my first like seven months or so, I kind of put self-care at the backseat, you know? And it really caught up to me very fast. And I realized that self-care has to be like the topmost priority of every entrepreneur, um, especially not just as an entrepreneur for me as a mother too, because if I'm not fit mentally and so stressed out and not able to like have a decent con conversation with my kids, you know, it's going to affect them. So I have to like find a way to find, to de-stress, to manage my day-to-day -day really well Otherwise, everything around me, including my startup, my team, they're all going to like be demotivated. It's going to fall apart. <laughs> so I think self-care is really important. So I've started like just putting my gym time into my calendar. So every day morning when I have my time, I just go and get it done. Like because it's just another check mark I want to do. And that really helps me kind of take care of myself a bit. But then also it helps me throughout the day. So time management is kind of really key. And you, you just learn that as you go through this journey about what's really important and what's not. And um, focusing on just what really matters and what you're building and everything else, just put it to the side, is what I would recommend uh, how you can keep going. And one last thing I'll say is, you know, as an entrepreneur, people always say like, 
oh, how do you keep going? Like, you know, it's a tough journey, right? I mean, you have to be super motivated and driven. And, you know, there's ups and downs to all of that. And one thing I always keep in mind is my is my customer, is is the why. The why did I start this business? Why did I want to solve this problem in the first place? So I look at like testimonials or I look at like before after photos. I look at like case studies and and. And then if I hear some more success stories, like those things are what keeps me going and keeps me motivated that um, this is helping. This is helping change the life of someone. This is helping make someone more confident in their skin because that person has been dealing with this for months and months and not has and hasn't had any success with their skin. And now because of this company, they're able to feel better about it. So I think thinking about your customers and what you're doing to help them, but at the same time, it has, you also have to help yourself. Otherwise, you know, you'll just, um, you know, struggle with the stress that comes with it. So those are my few tips. So that's brilliant advice for any kind of entrepreneur who's looking to get started. Um, and I can really hear the passion in your voice. So guys, we had Sajji on the podcast today. And if you're looking for the future of skin health, you want a skin consultation, I highly recommend the skin consult. Um, I am a provider on the platform, so you can book in with me. Um, I have my appointments listed. Um, and essentially, it's a virtual consult where we go through your skin concerns. And then by the end, I would recommend, with the help of the algorithm, a few products that can be incorporated into your skin routine. I'll explain the products, and then we can check in again in a month or however long you need uh, to see how they're working and tweak things. So it's a fantastic um, platform for accessibility, for people to provide appointments like me. And if, if you do want to book in, definitely check out the Skin Console. So Sajni, tell people where they can follow you, where can they find out more, what's the website, um, I think the listeners would love to know. Yes. Um, so you can find us at theskinconsult.com and you'll see like we have information about our new sub- subscriptions as well. But to do the one-time consultations like with Dr. Soheb, like you can click on virtual consultation and it will take you to that um, booking system. And um, yeah, you just look at the available times, make an appointment, and then all you have to do is log into your dashboard. Uh, when it's time and you'll be connected you'll be able to shop your products from there as well that have been recommended and see all your notes um ability to contact him for follow-up questions as well so it's supposed to be a very easy and streamlined process um you can connect with us on instagram as well the skin consult uh dms for any other questions you may have all consultations also come with product credit so you'll get 20 dollars automatic credit to use towards your products as well so we also ship um, all the products and get you get personalized um, note cards in there that list out your regimen and the details. So it's just a very uh, curated concierge experience that um, doesn't um, make things difficult, but just makes your life easier. So that's it. Yeah, highly recommend everyone to check that out. And Sanjay, thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, love kind of... Um, touching base with you and having you uh, on the podcast. Um, I love kind of the tech startups I get to advise in health and I find that super fun because I'm super interested in digital health and the skin console is definitely one of my favorite startups and I love just being able to stay involved with the skin space as I do so many other things and Sanjay, you're, you're my access to that space as well so really appreciate <laughs> it. Thanks for coming on 
and um, to listeners, this will be available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This was done via Colin app. So do give us a follow and subscribe uh, on there as well. And, and that's it from me. Thank you, Saji, so much. Great. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, look forward to chatting further. Thank you. Yeah, look forward to it. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.